Welcome to VHS, the show where we revisit the cinematic hits of our formative years. Each episode, we watch and discuss the top-grossing film from that week 21 years prior, what's changed about our viewing experience, and what hasn't. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Cassie. And I am coming out of a cold, so I apologize in advance for any heavy breathing into the microphone. I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum. No. Powder. Powder. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a cold. It's not that I'm really excited about powder or anything. (laughs) You were crying for a long time after you watched it. (laughs) I'm still catching my breath. I just realized so many (laughs) profound things. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like Cassie said, our movie this week is Powder. The Rotten Tomatoes synopsis of Powder is, A strange young man changes the lives of those around him in this emotional and mystical drama. The man in question is Powder, <laughs> a hairless, hairless <laughs> albino youth. <laughs> that's the number, that's the first thing you have to mention when, when you mention Powder. He's a hairless. <laughs> it's It's important. <laughs> A hairless albino youth who has strange kinetic powers. After his grandfather's death, he is sent to a school where his abilities get him into trouble. And hilarity doesn't ensue. No. Uh, The movie also, uh, you could sum up its thesis with this Albert Einstein quote that uh, high school science teacher played by Jeff Goldblum brings out at the film's emotional... Mm conclusion i guess it's after the climax so the falling action yeah he says it's become appallingly clear that our technology has surpassed our humanity (laughs) god in case you've watched powder and you haven't gotten the message if your heart is so cold that you haven't realized what it's telling you there it is there it is for you (laughs) (laughs) in case you thought it was about something else like well, uh, it's we'll, not. we'll yeah, we'll we'll go into that in depth. But uh, to get the stats out of the way, Powder was released in theaters on October twenty seventh, nineteen ninety five, opening at number two and grossing over seven million dollars, a little more than now and then. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Get Shorty continued to be number one. Powder was released by Walt Disney. It was written and directed by Victor Salva, whose other work includes Jeepers Creepers <laughs> and something called Clown House. Sounds like a fun guy. Yeah. It stars Sean Patrick Flannery as Powder, Mary Steenburgen, Jeff Goldblum, and Lance Henriksen. All um, thoroughly enjoyable actors who I usually really like to see and watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to see them in this, too. I mean, I was sorry to see them in this, but I did (laughs) like seeing them. (laughs) Yeah, they were not not the problem with this film. (laughs) Um... So, you want to start off, can we just do a rundown of Powder's powers? So we know from that synopsis, he's a hairless albino mm-hmm. who has some strange powers. Very strange. Um, he's Mystical. discovered in a, yes, mm-hmm. and emotional. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but after his grandfather's death, he's pulled out of the basement where he's lived his whole life and sent to school with a bunch of um, wild youth Wild Texas boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really um, mean Texas boys. Or like standard boys. I don't know. Teenage, like, they didn't seem any worse than the bad kids at our high school. It's not yeah. like they were, they weren't 
criminals. They weren't delinquents. They were no, just like no, no. rowdy bullies. They they weren't cartoonishly evil. I I was taken aback with just how uh everyone he was around seemed to have no manners whatsoever. Like they would openly stare, stop what they were doing, and just gawk yeah. at him while he walked by. Like that person is pale. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> like, do you know anyone who has albinism? That's I, what, if that's what know. it's okay to call in real life. No, I I don't know that I'm I've ever met one, but. Even if I were uncomfortable seeing someone different than me, I wouldn't stare at them. Like, come on. They, yeah, and and also, like, I know one person, um, she just looks like a very pale person with light blonde hair. It's not like, oh my god, is that human? Yeah. Let me, let me gawk and stare. Uh, I don't know how anyone who met Powder wasn't Maybe they were initially like, huh, yeah, he's a little weird looking. But after the first five minutes, it it would be completely normal. It's like he was standing next to a bunch of white people and he was like maybe two shades lighter than some I of them. They, I think they started putting blush on him halfway through the movie, too. <laughs> yeah. The, well, the makeup, the makeup was not great. <laughs> uh, it was a little pancakey and bad. But imagine for a second that Powder isn't albino. <laughs> I think people would still <laughs> stare at him because he's a frigging weirdo. <laughs> and that is really the problem with this movie. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah. He's it's not weird because he doesn't have hair or his skin is white. It's weird because he does weird, sometimes threatening things to people. Yeah. Yeah. Powder's a jerk. Powder's completely unsympathetic. And I even think that there are ways that they could have made that work, which we can save for a little bit. But um, yeah, pow Powder as a hero is just completely impossible to relate to. Or yeah. have any kind of compassion for, mm -hmm. like, um. So, what what are his powers? Mm -hmm. For we mentioned, um. Well, the the summary mentions their kinetic powers. He seems to be able to move metal stuff. It's not totally kinetic. He can't move everything. I, I think it's more electromagnetic. Like it has to have some kind of magnetic field in order for him to like manipulate it with. Electricity? It's definitely yeah. electricity is whatever right. whatever weirdo powers that he has. So you're a you're a scientist. <laughs> uh, can you ex try to explain the science of powder to me? I'm just I'm just a words person. I don't know how uh... <laughs> words. <laughs> um no, no, I can't really offer any kind of scientific insight into uh, the powers that he has, other than he appears, or they're hinting at him, being made of electricity and energy, um, and he's in tune 
with other people's energy. Yeah, that's um, another one of his powers. He's sort of like, um, he's like an emotional medium. He's psychic, but also can facilitate empathy through physical contact. He's like mm-hmm. a sort of direct line, a direct con- conduit between two people's emotions, which I mm-hmm. guess are physically manifested in their energy. Yeah. Hey, that That's the loose idea the very loose idea also he remembers being in his mom's womb you don't (laughs) (laughs) no and and that's actually like that that's kind of like that's not an i not the remembering being in the womb thing but the part about how he's made of electricity because his pregnant mother was struck <laughs> by lightning which was a great scene the little <laughs> flashback I'm so glad her. we got to s- <laughs> in case you've ever needed to see a pregnant woman just <laughs> struck by lightning <laughs> in like a funnel of water goes, yes this column of water goes shooting upward <laughs> it's so bad Oh my god. All of the ele- all of the lightning effects are really bad in this movie. They are really bad. I kept thinking about uh I was thinking about Mortal Kombat more than I should have while I was watching this. <laughs> He's Lord Raiden. <laughs> I don't know. I think Lord Raiden's effects were better than Powder's. <laughs> Lord Raiden was a better character. Agreed. And, yeah, it's so, yeah, there's. I was thinking back to, like, there's this belief that people had in probably, like, the 19th century when people sort of knew enough about science to be dangerous. Like, they didn't really, most people didn't understand how stuff actually worked, but they were starting to see connections. And, like, mm-hmm. the scientific method was getting applied to more than it maybe should be. Mm-hmm. Um, people had this belief, like, of impressions in the womb. Like, if a mother was impressed... impressed upon by something usually something that she was you know that caused her to be frightened and and traumatized Mm. and that would affect the baby in her womb which Mm. is like it's kind of cool that in a way we're like that in a very small tangential way that's kind of true recent research is seeing like oh like trauma in the mother's life can change her genes in such a way that uh it affects the the person that the baby becomes Mm -hmm. that isn't that is not what they were talking about in the Victorian era. <laughs> like, <No. laughs> most famously, it was believed that the elephant man um, had become that way because his mother was frightened by an elephant when she was pregnant. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's definitely, that's definitely not true, of course, but um, <laughs> powder seems like the, the person who wrote powder seems to still be taken with that idea. Mm. Like, oh, uh, lightning attack can affect the baby not in a way that it like <laughs> fries the baby to a crisp no but no that it no just transforms the baby into a lightning creature mm. well maybe maybe powder saved his mom by absorbing all of the electricity and that's i don't know i don't i don't know except he didn't because no she he didn't. died she did die <laughs> she did die so do you remember the band live and their song slash video lightning crashes. No. <laughs> oh that? my god! You probably know the song. It's like 
Um, oh, my feelings. Oh, oh yeah. Me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. The video. I, I honestly, I had to go watch the video um, because it's so similar to Powder that <laughs> I was thinking, like, is it actually like a tie-in for Powder? Was this the theme song for Powder? And, like, they used footage from Powder in the video? Because in that video, it's... Um, the the plot is that a mother is um, is giving birth and dies while she's giving birth to the baby. The baby survives and the mother does not. Mm. And um, there's an angel in the room where the baby is being born. A white hairless angel. Oh, that's yeah, good. No connection to powder at all. It came out the year before powder. Huh. So. I'm not making any allegations, but it's uh, aesthetically reminiscent Mm -hmm. of, yeah. And I would say that like a five minute music video is the appropriate length for the story (laughs) that that there is to be told there involving lightning and albino angels (laughs) and dead mothers. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree with that. This this movie was entirely too long. Oh my God. It was torturous to try and get through the whole thing. Yeah, I have never... Since we started doing this, I haven't had such a hard time getting through any movie. Um, I kept pausing it and going off to do other stuff. Like, I washed dishes. I did laundry. <laughs> I listened to a good chunk of that live album. Nice. <laughs> I balanced my bank accounts. Like, Wow. This made just... you more productive <laughs> than you usually are. Well, you know, I just, like, I felt more alive. My senses were... My synapses were firing and my senses were sharper and I was having the best sex of my life. <laughs> just because he touched you. Powder touched you in a way that you've never been touched before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to those who haven't watched this movie, that's what Jeff Goldblum, Powder's high school science teacher, says to him when he walks into an empty cafeteria to find his teenage student alone. Um, he tells Powder about the great impact that he's had on his life, and mm. then he coerces Powder into letting him touch his bald skull. <laughs> but Powder that's likes what friends it. do. <laughs> that's what yeah. teachers do, apparently. <laughs> I've never had such a good teacher in my life. <laughs> I thought that some teachers had been pretty important and influential and even caring to mm-hmm. me until I realized... None of them. Not a single one ever touched my scalp that way. <laughs> scalp. <laughs> Moved his thumb around slowly. <laughs> you know, I, I am a huge fan of Jeff Goldblum and how weird he is. But his weirdness took on a really creepy vibe in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Jeff Goldblum was aware of that or if it was something that only came out in editing. If he, like... I would assume he wasn't aware that his character would have such a creepy overtone. I I mean, he's kind of always that way, like over the top and smiling inappropriately. But yeah, I guess it's not uh, as bad when he's surrounded by peers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And not creepy weirdos. Yeah. So (sighs) when I 
for the first little bit in powder, I was enjoying it because it was like I had gone into it expecting, based on the clips I had watched, that it would just be boring. Mm-hmm. I, uh, neither of us watched this when it, you know, when it first came out, right? No, no, no. no. Um, I had no interest. It looked sappy and pointless, and all the things that it is. Yes, um, are, are what I assumed it would be. But then when I watched some clips, I also thought that it was going to be extremely boring. Yeah. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised for the first, like, half hour-ish to find that it was, like, laughably bad. <laughs> and then it just went back to being, like, self-important and mm. and n- not enough to justify the, the funny bad elements. And there's also w- some weird uncomfortable stuff in there yeah. that made it difficult to enjoy the stuff like Jeff Goldblum allowing his student to become electrocuted. <laughs> Yeah, he just kind of let that one happen, didn't he? <laughs> also, <laughs> what was up with that entire presentation? What what class was that? Was that physics? What earth science? <laughs> In what scenario do you bring a Jacob's ladder into the classroom and just turn it on? <laughs> And it was a really basic lesson. It was about energy, which is something you would learn in, like, sixth grade. Yeah, Um, I don't know. It's a rural school. Um, They maybe aren't too... They probably don't have too much purchasing power when it comes to teachers and curricula. Mm. They're like, oh, you're willing to be in our weird town that's, like, 90% juvenile delinquents? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for teaching. (laughs) Uh, we'll take anyone, even possible child molesters. Yeah, that's oh, this movie was. I thought it was just a simple homoerotic, like extremely homoerotic movie until mm-hmm. you guys told me about the director's background. Yeah, yeah, we we read it on the Wikipedia. Apparently, the. Uh, director or the writer i forget which one um uh, i think was... he's i think he he did both uh, oh director victor well, salva i believe he was also the writer that explains it he was convicted of uh child molestation on a previous film he molested a 12 year old actor on clown house yeah yeah sounds like a yeah. great time and it's like I've I've thought about this a lot because some of my some of the directors whose work I really enjoy are possibly pretty reprehensible human beings or have done some unforgivable things. Yeah. Um, like Roman Polanski has directed some of my favorite movies and it's like that's a difficult thing to grapple with like appreciating someone's art when you know like what else the mind that produced it is capable of. Mm-hmm. It was less I felt less conflicted when I was judging this movie because it's not a good movie. <laughs> Makes it even easier. What also, a piece of trash. Yeah. Also, Roman Polanski and Woody Allen aren't making movies that are billed as these family-friendly, uplifting, like, true, very sentimental things, which is yeah. what this is. They're all very adult-centric, not about a teenage boy trying to find acceptance i don't know i don't even know if that's what he's doing (laughs) it doesn't seem like it i don't think that is what he's trying for (laughs) so uh yeah that's i had been thinking like i can so i don't think this is a good movie obviously but i can see 
ways that it might have been a good movie. Not this one in particular, not this iteration, not distributed by Disney or directed by this guy. Mm-hmm. But like if it were um if it if it just picked a consistent tone and picked a consistent idea that it wanted to sell through and then like made the tone of the film consistent with the idea um i think it could have been interesting probably still not something that i would like think was one of my favorite movies but like if it were um just like i don't know a a low budget film possibly like foreign or independently produced Mm -hmm. that was about like um like the earthly embodiment of of you know of energy like some yeah. essentially god brought to earth and the and the implications of like that interacting right. with normal humans right if it like uh, focused on like the philosophy of like and like the idea that this movie was vaguely trying to pitch to us yeah. i would watch that i mean it might be a little hokey and you know or it might be kind of bloodless because i'm imagining it would be like um how do can you reconcile the divine or purely intellectual aspect of mankind with human connection mm-hmm. and the like the the craving for sentiment mm-hmm. if there is such a thing and like i would i would be into that that's not mm. what this movie gave you like i think the <laughs> no. message of this movie ultimately is like i guess i i think from reading reviews like on imdb like a lot of people like this movie like it's got um it's got a 69 percent with audiences on rotten tomatoes which yeah. is troubling to me that that many people like this mm. but i think what they like about it is there's a pretty basic and hopeful message in it that it's like if we could just empathize with each other then then the pain in life would go away like mm-hmm. we wouldn't we wouldn't hurt each other if we just understood yeah which i think i think is bullshit <laughs> you know if everyone always told the truth all of the time everything would be great all the yeah. time if we o- if we only knew that we were hurting other people we would stop like no <laughs> like that that hunter is going to go so one of the scenes in the movie is that um a the the racist small town deputy mm-hmm. um is helping some of the boys at the reform school hunt and they they shoot a deer and powder is so upset about this because he can feel the animal's suffering this is where we learn that not only can powder feel others suffering and and hear their thoughts but he can transfer them to other people so he lays hands on both the deer and the deputy and the deputy feels the pain that he's caused this deer by shooting it and henceforth the deputy stops hunting which was the thing he loved most in life Mm -hmm. Um, he was very good at it but the the reality is that I think most of us are aware on some level of when our actions are hurting others. Not always, I, yeah. but I mean, you do it because you don't care. He's literally killing a deer. I think he knows that he's causing the deer some suffering. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. My my problem with, with Powder was like, he was trying to teach us things, but he did it in the worst possible way. Like, I'm going to give you this lesson, but also I'm going to make you feel either really awkward or actually threatened while doing it. <laughs> like, that is not the way to get to people. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's another thing where the inconsistency, because he's like, he's pure energy, but he's not pure energy because he's also a spiteful teenager. 
Mm-hmm. And which is odd because the actor was 30 years old when this movie came out. <laughs> he doesn't look like a teenager, but maybe no. the director wasn't allowed to work with teenagers. So they that, had to get this 30 yeah. year old to be in the Probably. movie. Probably. Yeah, actually. Um, so for whatever reason, yeah, we've got this. I guess he did a pretty good job acting considering what he had to work with. But yeah, Powder is this awkward teenager. He's very, um, he's completely socially inept as you know you'd think he would be from living in a basement but also aggressive mm-hmm. and like not enlightened at all for some supposedly otherworldly energy creature yeah like um that scene with the forks mm-hmm. you know, um yeah so when powder first gets to the foster home he's being bullied by a kid who looks like eddie vetter whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so it, the bullying hadn't even started yet it was just they were looking at him and they were confused and they literally got up in the in the cafeteria yeah, yeah. got their trays and went and sat next to him was like hey why do you look like that and he just, he did not make any attempt to explain or even yep. look nice with them. And they wanted to do an initiation ceremony, which was like the goofiest hazing. Sp- <laughs> yeah. The goofiest possible thing. Oh, put a spoon on your nose. Haha, <laughs> it's fun. Or we'll shove it up your ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe that was a little bit of a bullying thing, but they they even like one of the kids put the spoon on his nose and like eh, it's fun. <sighs> so so what what was Powder's response? Oh, I'm gonna like threaten them <laughs> and possibly cause them bodily harm by using my weird powers to collect all of the silverware in the entire cafeteria and really creep them out. Offer no explanation of who I am, what I'm doing here, what my intentions are, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just have a nice day. I'm Powder, by the way. Powder's a prick. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally I had the same take on there. Like, oh, they might be his friends. Even the the bully kid is the only one. There's not a gang of bullies. There's always they're always. He's always surrounded by tons of other kids saying like, oh, stop. I think you should lay off that guy. He seems like he's really hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. And we don't know about Powder's background. It's totally believable that he would be a super awkward antisocial teen because he lived with his grandparents for his whole life. Mm-hmm. And that's a parable about not socializing your children. Yeah, but I mean, if he's that intelligent, doesn't he know that like talking to people will put them at ease? Like, he could read their you can't thoughts. Learn it in a book. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He can read their thoughts. He can read their thoughts, so- or, or or as he creepily refers to it, listen to them on the inside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which again. Why Why are you trying to creep people out? Come on, Powder. Just say, read their thoughts or telepathy. You've read lots of books. I think you know those terms. <laughs> Maybe don't frame it in the creepiest possible way. I'm going to read them on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he could read them on the inside, and he should know that they're probably just scared of him. So maybe don't be threatening. 
Oh, I can hear that your stepfather molested you. The right way to use this information is to say it out loud in front <laughs> of all of your friends. <laughs> Surely Perfect. you'll leave me alone then. Mm-hmm. Great job. So, do you think Powder is the worst movie we've watched so far? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I do. I'm including Mortal Kombat in that assessment. <laughs> Yeah, that was my previous number. That would have been my previous yeah. choice for a worse movie. Yeah. yeah. This movie's just so confused about what it wants to be and what it does seem like it's trying to do is undermined by the protagonist of the movie. Mm-hmm. I've been sort of keeping track of deja vu, like themes that come up or tropes that come up in these movies that we've seen before. Mm. There are a couple this uh, in this movie that we've seen before, including the racist small town cop mm. mm-hmm. we saw in Tu Wong Fu, yes. and the ambush, ambush in the woods, which we saw in Mortal Kombat. Ambush in the woods. Because <laughs> when, um, when Eddie Vedder and his little friend step out from behind the tree when Powder's playing with salamanders. Oh, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they point a gun at his face. Ha 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 ha. A pretty phallic looking gun. Yes. Yeah. I boys will be boys. What, yeah. I assume what was going on was that those boys had been fooling around with each other and they were like the big one was afraid that Powder had seen that or suspected. I don't oh. know. It was, uh, I didn't I didn't catch that. But maybe I, I wasn't paying attention <laughs> as much as I should have been. I wasn't paying attention to big chunks of this movie. I didn't even hear the touch them on the inside part. (laughs) I I think it was just, it was when he was talking to his ginger friend, um, the very attractive redhead in the movie. Who might have just, yeah, the very attractive redhead who looked like she had dyed her hair a few minutes earlier and not (laughs) washed her forehead properly. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of of a mean thing to say, I guess, but she had a weird hairline. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why she would be nice to Powder. But She's just a nice person? I guess. That's another thing. Maybe the ability to read people's thoughts gives pe- Powder the pe- powder the ability to manipulate them. Like, mm. what teenage boy wouldn't hear a girl's thoughts and use them to yeah. try to hook up with her? I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of teenage boys wouldn't do that because Powder is especially creepy. <laughs> I don't want to sell teenage boys short. Um, but in that scene, he reminded me of like a guy who um, is like home for winter break after his first semester at college and he's hanging out with high school girls mm-hmm. and sort of impressing them with all the stuff he got from books that he read. Yeah. Because it's just like, Powder, did you read like one Buddhist book and now you're telling this girl about people being in harmony with nature and all of us being connected? Oh man. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> I don't know if I'm just cynical, but no, I did not. No. I think Powder is a creepy, awful person. <laughs> But, like, I read all the things that people on IMDb, like, who liked it, like, like 10 out of 10 star. Like, I tried to find Mm -hmm. a bad review in the user review, and I had to go back really far because everyone's like, oh, 
it's so good. It made me cry. And it almost made me cry because it was creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he touching those people like that? I got a little teary eyed when the uh, sheriff's wife was dying, but it had nothing to do with powder. It was just a sad scene. (laughs) In fact, I really wish powder was not there. That would be another good way to redo this movie without powder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, just, you know, some small town folk learning uh, about, you know, differences in people, but finding common ground and, you know, coming together because we're all connected. Yeah, like maybe if the hero was the lady who runs the reform school instead of a creepy lightning man. (laughs) Creepy lightning man. That's that's what he was. How how did you like the ending? <laughs> Are you ever <laughs> embarrassed watching something that you had nothing to do with and you're in no way responsible, but it just kind of it made my insides crawl knowing that they had filmed that scene and that those actors had to do that like <laughs> It's um what Griffin McElroy would would describe as my skeleton jumped out of my skin. <laughs> Just the way he, the way he was hunched over and running, running. and wearing a suit with no shirt on. <laughs> I wouldn't even call it running. He was more like <laughs> flailing down a small hill in a field. Just letting his limbs go limp as he ran. <laughs> oh my god I don't know how the three people in pursuit did not immediately catch up to him <laughs> well my favorite IMDB comment on the message board <laughs> was was Powder's grandpa a personal trainer <laughs> <laughs> yeah why was he so ripped whenever he had his shirt off that guy was jacked <laughs> farm work <laughs> maybe So you liked the ending then? Um <laughs> I don't know that I don't know that liked is a word I could apply <laughs> to, to any to do with any part of this movie. Yeah. Did no. you like it? Would you say that you liked it? I liked it because powder disappeared. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that of was good. I you also know, really liked Oh. What were you going to say? Go ahead. Oh, I also really liked the lightning graphics yes it's like the yellow and blue cartoon lines that spread out across the field it was lightning but then it was also these weird spheres too like oh man it blows my mind that this movie made so much money yeah i was reading it distributed that it that so many people went to see it it made what did you say like 7 million on the first weekend? Yeah, and it made like 30 million total. Yeah, and its budget was almost 10 million dollars. Did they just give 9 million to Jeff Goldblum and then the rest <laughs> of the movie with that they were just like, "All right, well, we got to make do." Yeah, possibly. Um they had to spend at least I would say 10,000 on white pancake makeup. <laughs> <laughs> that shit didn't come off either. Like when they shoved him in the uh, 
mud puddle pool of blood. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Some of that red Texas mud. Yeah, I imagine Flannery had to go home and take a long hot bath to get yeah. the powder makeup off of him and to wash it off like metaphysically <laughs> get it out of his system i don't know if he's even clean to this day yeah, he was in boondock saints which i haven't watched for a long time but i mm-hmm. remember liking and he's nothing like powder in that so no hope i hope he's moved on i think he does a lot of tv things now so would you recommend anyone else watch powder <laughs> anyone um i would but i'd feel really bad about it because like <laughs> i want i want people to watch it so that we can continue to make fun of it because it's really bad but i wouldn't want to put any of our friends through that or so no i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend recommend that any of our listeners watch powder because i don't think they're the target audience no who is the target audience though older people maybe naive people yeah i don't say that to be me or like trusting people Mm. people who have never been exposed to the idea of interconnected energies through any more sophisticated philosophical system Mm. you know what they should watch instead watch avatar that's, yeah. that's a better movie than this one. That's what it's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a solid recommendation. There you go. All together. I mean, it's there not a great go. movie, but you should watch that one instead of this one. Yeah. The makeup is better. The special effects are better. Yeah, slightly. You know, the budget was a little, be- a little larger, I think. <laughs> and the director's a little less of a creep show. Yes. Um, James Cameron, you're a lot less of a creep show. Acknowledge. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this does give me a a good idea for perhaps a zine or short film festival reinterpretations of powder. Do powder better. <laughs> Do powder better. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to contribute to my Kickstarter, better powder, then um. You know, drop me a line. (laughs) Can I be the powder in your movie? You have to shave your you have to shave your head and your eyebrows. You have to be as hairless as a baby. Could we just put? Could we just put enough paint over my hair that it looks, (laughs) you know, like uh, the original Joker? What was that guy's name? Uh, Cesar Romano. Yeah, yeah, Romero. (laughs) Yeah. They just put makeup over his mustache. It's like it's not even there. <laughs> no one could tell. No. He just had a bizarre lip disease. So, <laughs> so there's no reason for powder to be albino at all, right? Like I don't being think so. Being has no impact on pigmentation. No, no. The the weird thing about powder is his weird electro abilities the weird thing (laughs) that is the only weird thing about powder albinism is a normal thing it's a rare thing but it's normal and it's not that weird yeah and it's rude to implicate albinos in this creepy movie i Uh, yeah that would that must have been so frustrating as an albino person like 
Oh, here's a movie. Oh, hair powder. Oh my god, that would be awful. Ugh, I'm I'm mad at powder for that. Yeah, screw powder. Yeah, yeah. If they needed some sort of external marker that he was weird, I don't think abnormal pigmentation was necessary. No, dude's a creep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that that about wraps up this discussion and our verdict on powder. You can find us on Twitter at VHYESPOD and um, drop us a line if you want to get involved with that Better Powder you know, festival. I think that's something <laughs> that is worth pursuing. <laughs> Hashtag it. Better Powder. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, God, I still need a sign off. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. We just need like some like little tagline. Yeah. I don't know. Is there any sort of weird line from powder? Oh, there's plenty of weird lines from powder. (laughs) What was the creepy powder thing um, listening to you on the inside? (laughs) I think it was, have you ever listened to people on the inside? Mostly sounds like, gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again to everybody for joining us on VHS. Until next week, you know, why don't you try to listen to somebody on the inside? <laughs>